Alrighty, good evening. We are on um, 30b, Lamad Amabez, the beginning of the fifth chapter. So, uh, the Mishnah at the, um, about two-thirds of the way down on the page. New chapter. Uh, let's start. Ein omdim l'hispalel elmi toch kovid rosh. One should only stand to pray um, with a certain seriousness. Chasidim Harishonim, the pious, early pious ones, Hayushohin Shah Achas, they would wait for an hour before prayer to kind of contemplate what they are about to do, to meditate, to and only then would they pray in order that their hearts be focused on their Father in heaven. As um, as um, you are standing in prayer for the Amida, even if a king would come to greet you, you should not respond to him. And even if a snake is wrapped around your heel, again, you should not interrupt. And we'll get more into that later on in the Gemara. Now we're going to start the Gemara. So from where do we know that you have to ha- approach prayer with this type of seriousness? Amar Belazar. Rabbi explains the Amar Kra, because the verse says, It says about Chana who is the mother of the prophet Shmuel, when she's praying for a child, it says that she was bitter, or she felt bitter in her soul. And um, and that's a description that is used while she is praying. So we see that you need to approach prayer with a certain seriousness. Mimai, now from where do we see in that verse that you have to approach prayer with seriousness? Dilma Chana Shaini, maybe that's just the, maybe Chana was different. Dehavas Marira Liba Tuva, because she happened to have been quite broken because she didn't have a child. But who says that you always need to approach prayer with that type of, with a true seriousness? Rather, Rabbi Yossi Brebchenina says, we learn that you have to approach prayer with a certain gravity. From here, um, and I, with your abundant kindness, I will come into your home. I will bow, um, I will bow, at your holy temple, biyirasecha, in fear of you. So this is um, this is King David describing um, him coming in to pray, and it was with a certain um, certain type of fear. So we see that f- prayer should be approached with gravity. Mimai. Now, from where do we know? From where do we see that this is a proof that prayer always must be approached with gravity? Dilma David Shani, maybe King David was different to have a Mitzar Nafshei Barachami Tuva because he was very he was very bitter. He would afflict himself um, in order to gain mercy from God um, and he would go overboard. He would do it to a very great extent, but we don't need to. And the reason he would do it for a great, very great extent is because of the sin that he did with Bathsheba, which we won't get into here, um, but a, some form of illicit relation. Um, and that's maybe why he would approach prayer with such gravity, but who says that we all need to? Who says that's what's necessary? Elam Rabbi Shul ben Levi mehacha, rather Yeshua ben Levi says, we see it from here. Hishtachabu lahashem bahadras kodesh. It says, um, bow to God in the beauty of holiness. Bahadras kodesh literally means in the beauty of holiness. Um, now, 
that really can't be the right what exactly it's coming to teach us. So what the Gemara is going to explain is Al Tikri Behadras Elabaradas. Don't read that word of Hadras as beauty. Rather switch the hay for a ches and read it as becheradas, which means in trembling. In other words, bow to God amidst trembling, meaning approach God with a certain gravity. Mimai, and now we're saying, but if, again, where do we know it from? Why, where, why do you assume that that verse teaches us that we need to approach prayer with a certain seriousness? Dilma li olam imalach. Maybe really what that verse is telling us is hadras mamish. Maybe it is telling us that we should approach prayer um, with hadras. Don't read read it like it really says hadras with a certain beauty. And what would that mean? Ki hadrav Yehuda, like Rav Yehuda, have mitzayin nafshei. He would beautify himself, meaning he would put on a beautiful cloak. Vahadar matzli, and only then would he daven. So maybe that's what that verse is teaching us that we should approach davening dressed beautifully. Ella Amar of Nachman, so rather, so then we don't necessarily have a proof that we have to take, we have to approach prayer with a very almost broken seriousness gravity. Ella Amar of Nachman Bar Yitzchak Mehacha, rather Rav Nachman Bar Yitzchak says, we know that you have to approach prayer like that from here. It says, Ibduas Hashem Biyira, serve God with fear, Vigilu Ber Ada, and rejoice with trembling. My vigilu ber ada, and what does that mean when we say rejoice with trembling? Amar of Ada bar Masna, Amar Raba, of Ada bar Masna said in the name of Raba, b'makom gila, in a place of rejoicing, shamtahe ra'ada, there should still be trembling, and that would be the idea here, right? That even when you're experiencing joy, which can come from davening for sure, still there should be trembling. There should be some sort of understanding of the seriousness and gravity of the situation. Um, with that in mind, we're now going to go on with a couple of stories along these lines. Abaye Haba Yasiv Kameda Rabba. Abaye was sitting in front of Rabba, his teacher. Dahava Kabadach Tuva. And Rabba, the teacher, saw that Abaye was being very joyful. He's almost joking around. Omar, so he told Abaye, Vigilur Barada. It says, um, In your rejoicing, you shall tremble, Ksiv, it says. And Basically, what he seemed to have been saying is, you're almost being too joyful. You're you're getting too, you're getting a little bit out of control there, Abaye. So Abaye answered, Amar He said, No, I'm not tefillin menachna. I'm wearing my tefillin, and as long as my tefillin are on me, I'm not going to get out of control. So even if you see me looking like I'm having a really good time, I still am focused because I'm wearing my tefillin. Rabbi Yirmiya have Yosef kamed Rabbi Zera. Rabbi Yirmiya was sitting in front of Rabbi Zera, his teacher. And Reb Zera saw that Reb Yirmiya was having too much of a good time. And he quoted a different verse. This time a verse from Proverbs. It says, in all sorrow there is profit. So it's good to be sorrowful. It's good to be serious. You're being a little bit too happy. Amar Leis, Rabbi Yirmiya said to him, I'm not tefillin menachna, I'm wearing tefillin. And as I'm wearing tefillin, I'm confident that I will am focused and I'm not going to go out of control. Mar Bere de Ravina, Avid Halhilul Again, another similar story. Mar, the son of Ravina, was making a wedding for his son. Chazin Hularabana de Habu Kabad Chituva. And he saw that the rabbis were again being having a really good time. So he brought the cup that was worth 
400 zuz, an incredibly expensive cup, and broke it right in front of them, and they were no longer so happy. So we see that same type of idea, and we'll continue on with this type of idea in our next learning session on Wednesday. That brings us to the top of 31A. Um, what we did today was talked about how to approach prayer with a certain seriousness, um, meditating beforehand. We'll talk about how we fulfill that concept of meditating beforehand when we don't really have an hour before davening to, we don't have a, an hour to give before we do the Amida. Um, and then we, uh, spoke about from where do we know that you have to approach davening with such grat with a such an approach of seriousness. And then we talked about this concept of in every joy, there should be, we should still be staying focused on um, um, whatever that means. There should always be some sort of trembling. And I think that, you know, it's, it's, a, it's that's a bit of a longer discussion what exactly that looks like. But we do see that as long as these rabbis were wearing the tefillin, they were very comfortable in being excessively happy, but not, but um, being confident that they weren't going to, it wasn't going to lead them places that it shouldn't. All right, we'll stop here for tonight um, um, and uh, enjoy the fifth chapter of Brachos.